Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Want to make a podcast? Spotify's got a platform that lets you make one super easily, distribute it everywhere, and even earn money. All in one place for free. It's called Spotify for Podcasters, and here's how it works. Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to Spotify and everywhere else podcasts are heard. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. And when you want to take conversations with your fans to the next level, Q&As and polls are the best way to get them talking. With Spotify for podcasters, you can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. Ever since I discovered Spotify for podcasters, I feel so supported in the creation and distribution of my show. Spotify for podcasters hosts masterclasses, office hours, and more to help creators develop and fine-tune their skills. I highly recommend you give it a try. Download the Spotify for Podcasters app or go to spotify.com slash podcasters to get started. To the girl who overthinks, I wish you knew that your brain isn't always telling the truth. I wish you knew that sometimes lies are disguised as really good ideas. So I think a lot of overthinking is feeling like we're worthy of bad things. I think a lot of overthinking is feeling like we don't deserve to have positive experiences, that we don't deserve to have good friends, that we don't deserve to have a happy life. Hey guys, what's up? Welcome to or back to the show. Thank you so, so much for clicking on this episode. If you are new here, what's up? Hey, my name is Lily. I basically just talk about whatever I feel like talking about on this show, whether it's lifestyle, mental health stuff, wellness stuff. I feel like the show is significantly transitioned throughout. I I feel like that's true with any business, but like in my opinion, this podcast has really just stepped into its fullest shape, I think within the past six months or so. And I feel like that's just kind of a product of me feeling like I've stepped into my fullest self within the past six months or so, at least like fullest up to this point. I don't think that we're ever going to be like our fullest, like best versions of ourselves until we like look back at like a very full life and we're like, wow, like we really did all that. But for me, being able to look back at old episodes or old cover art or old posts and cringe is a big sign of growth. And I think that if you can't look back at your old stuff and kind of cringe a little bit and be like, what was she thinking or like like I can just do so much better than that and I am doing so much better than that that is showing major major progress and so I think to anyone who is thinking about starting podcasts in the new year or thinking about starting some sort of like content or whatever it is especially if it's something public 
this episode's going to be about overthinking, but don't overthink it. And don't let yourself, don't let the fear of potentially like looking back and cringing on stuff prohibit you from taking the first step and prohibit you from just starting because I can promise you that you will look back and cringe but it will be worth it because everyone will also be growing with you and changing with you and you guys can all look back together and cringe it's the same vibe as like when you look back at a picture from middle school you're probably gonna cringe because that just that's how it is the fashion's different you look different your hair is different you're gonna stop probably wearing like blue eyeshadow or whatever you did in middle school that you look back and cringe at and that is just a true sign of growth last year around this time I made a little reel on Instagram and I used one of those like 2022 recap sounds and it was an announcement. You guys will probably like know the sound when I, I guess maybe I'll just play it right now. Why not? I'll like really jog your memory by playing this, this Instagram real sound real quick. With that, the 2022 season comes to an end. Good night. Okay. So you guys know what I'm talking about. It's like that announcer voice saying that the 2022 season comes to an end, whatever that reel that I made a year ago blew up when I made it okay it got like a million views it was my first piece of content to ever hit like a million views on something and I was like whoa that's literally insane and so I saw that that announcer guy I think his name's Sammy correct me if I'm wrong but I saw that he posted that sound again saying and without the 2023 season comes to an end good night so I made a sound like I mixed that audio with free by Louis the child or Louis the child whatever and it sounds like this. The 2023 season comes to an end. Good night. And it just is so like happy and fun. And I placed all kinds of pictures in that reel that really encompassed like the friends that I made this year and the things that I did this year. And comparing that video to last year's video, it's just like a visual representation of how much has changed and how much can change when the people in your life support you and love you and just like make all the difference. And so I made that reel and posted it. And so basically the, I've got two reasons of telling you guys this, but the first one is that that sound is out there for you to use. So if you guys want to make like a 2023 recap video, I'll link that video and that sound in the show notes and you guys can make your own 2023 recap videos. And I want to see like all the fun stuff that you guys got up to. But the second thing that I think is important to note is just how much goodness can happen in your life when you make a conscious decision to prioritize your own happiness and to prioritize your own well-being and not being afraid to make bold decisions and take risks and challenge the idea that you're an anxious person and challenge the idea that you're an overthinker and challenge the idea that you're not going to amount to anything because your mind just won't let you. Challenge the idea that your mind is the one thing that's holding you back. This episode is kind of going to be like an open letter to the overthinker, an open letter to the girl who can't stop evaluating every little potential thing that might or might not happen, to the girl who can't stop worrying, to the girl who is letting her anxiety completely take over her life. That is what and who this episode is for today. Before we get into that, I did want to mention two things that I have been loving lately. And the first thing would have to be the fact that I am in a phase that I'm calling my we have food at home phase. 
okay? I know that it's like a big joke on social media. It's like when your mom says that we have food at home and then it's a picture of like whatever. I don't know. But like you you guys know what I'm talking about. It's a meme. It's kind of a meme. Like we have food at home. Um, I spent probably all summer and the better part of September and like most of October going out to eat. And I think that that was just a product of the fact that I was really busy and I just had like maybe my social calendar was a little bit more full than I would have, um, you know, originally thought it would be. And I ended up really like going to the grocery store and buying like random stuff, but only cooking from home like two to three times a week, which in my opinion isn't enough for me at least because I love to cook and I feel like I kind of lost that a little bit. And so now that it's the fall time, I'm feeling like there's going to be more opportunities to cook from home, more opportunities for like warm, cozy meals, and just in general, more opportunities to just enjoy food in a really healthy way instead of just cooking for like, what's the right word? Like cooking to meal prep, you know, like a year ago I would cook food to meal prep and it would literally just be like the most boring chicken and rice meals. And then I would like take it to work and like warm it up. And like none of that really was fun for me. So I kind of stepped away from the kitchen and stepped away from cooking for a while because it wasn't making me feel good. And then I just kind of like outsourced that part of my life. But I'm really getting back into cooking and especially when it comes to cooking for people that you love like it's super fun to invite friends over to have a meal or be like hey like I'll cook this time you cook next time or whatever it is and naturally I've just kind of been gravitating towards more home-cooked meals because like let's face it going out to eat all the time is not only really expensive it doesn't make you feel your best and so I've just really been trying to prioritize cooking from home, making it all make sense and making it really good and yummy. So something that I've been loving lately has been um, this really good chicken tortilla soup recipe. I actually posted it on my Instagram back in September, um, but I'll link it in the show notes for you guys. And I have a really yummy, um, it was a chuck roast recipe that I made. I'm still kind of working on that one though, because I followed kind of like the skeleton of someone else's recipe, but then I just kind of adapted. That's what I do when I cook. I'm like, this looks decent. And then I add in all my own stuff. So I'm kind of working on perfecting that. But the chuck roast was really good. And that was like a nice little crock pot meal. Maybe that's what I'm more into is like the crock pot meals. I think that they're just like easy and productive. And like now I understand why my mom would make a crock pot meal because it feeds so many people. It saves really well. It always tastes better the next day. And it just kind of makes sense. Like let the crock pot do the work, you know? The second thing that I have been loving lately has been the podcast Healthy But Human by my friend Callie. And Callie's one of my really good friends. She's actually been on this podcast a handful of times and we just have some of the best conversations. And so I've just been loving her content lately, loving her vulnerability, loving her storytelling. And she's just such a light in so many people's lives. So if you guys are looking for a good, positive, healthy wellness podcast that's similar to 80-20, definitely check out Healthy But Human. So this is just a very, like very transparent moment. I feel like ever since I started filming my episodes, I have a little bit more trouble like getting into the zone. And I don't know if that's because I'm looking at myself in the mirror and then here we go, overthinking everything. Um, I might be kind of distracting just like seeing myself or I don't know. I feel like, I feel like the record, the videos are good because I like to have something to post 
on Instagram. I like having the reels content, TikTok content, whatever. And I like being able to post it for you guys to see. And I think that that's super important. Like I've been in a season where I've been watching podcasts on YouTube and um, like turning them on my TV and stuff. And that's been super helpful. I'm also like wearing a hat in this episode and I feel like the lighting's like a little weird, but whatever. I mean, what can you do? Daylight savings like really mess with my flow, to be honest. I don't know if that has anything to do with the lighting, but I'm sure like where the sun is versus like the time that I record, it has a lot to do with it, but what can you do? If you have a camera or do anything creative, you'll be like, oh, I totally feel you girl on the lighting thing. But if you don't do that, you're going to be like, what is she even talking about? She's totally on a tangent. Long story short, I have been overthinking so many things. And especially when it comes to the podcast, when it comes to the video, when it comes to like where I want to take the show, all just all the things I'm a notorious overthinker and, and it can go, it can go one of two ways. Okay. I think that overthinking can completely, completely overtake your life if you let it, but you can also use it to your advantage. Um, I was in an Uber a couple weeks ago with my sister and from the beginning, it was a really weird experience. Like the Uber driver, like, you know how when you hop in an Uber and you're like, hey, like, who are you here for? And then they're supposed to be like, oh, I'm here for Lily. The Uber driver was like, well, what's your name? And I was like, well, what's your name? And he was like, well, what's your name? And I was like, well, what's like the name of the person that you're here to pick up? And he wouldn't say like, oh, I'm here for Lily. He just kept saying like, you tell me your name. And I was like, okay, well, I have a name on my phone of like the driver. Are you so-and-so? And he's like, yeah, I'm that person. Like, you know, who else would it be? And then we got into like a little argument about our names. And I was like, bro, like this is weird. But I was at an airport and it was like midnight and I was like, okay, like I just want to be home. So anyway, sketchy from the start, Lexi and I got in the Uber and he took like a wrong, like the wrong exit. And so right off the bat, Lex and I were like, this is like pretty sketchy at this point. And the whole time he was just kind of like saying like weird stuff and just the whole experience was really, really weird. But because I'm such an overthinker and this is just like true anxiety at its finest, um, I've thought about what to do in like almost every single like harmful potential situation. And maybe that's me being smart. Maybe that's me being like, I guess streets. I don't, I don't know if I'm street smart, but like, I don't know. I've just, I've overthought every potential bad or good situation that could ever happen to me. So I texted a friend. I was like, okay, so what's like the next best thing that I could do? Didn't want to like involve too many people. So I texted a friend that lives down the street from me. I sent him our current location and then Lex sent him like the Uber. Like, you know how you can share a ride with someone? So Lex sent him like the ride and then I sent him our current location. And I was just like in a sketchy Uber sending you this, um, like, and I knew that he'd be up. So I was like sending you this, uh, please like just like keep an eye on us kind of thing. And he was like, he called me in that moment. I'm like, okay. So I like took a second to answer the phone. I'm like, okay, what are some answers to like some potential questions that like I could like 
keep it low-key so like the driver does you like you guys know those audios on tiktok they're like play this when you're in a sketchy uber and it's like oh your mom and i are waiting up for you like that kind of thing it ended up turning into like kind of one of those conversations he was like hey you good said some other stuff and i was like yeah yeah so like you're gonna wait up for us right and he was like yeah like on the other end he's like yeah and obviously like, he's just in my ear like i can't like he's not speakerphone but he was like yeah yeah no like i got you i'm like okay um I was like, okay, well, I'll see you at home. Love you. Like, I'll see you super soon. We're like 10 minutes out. Can't wait to see you. Like, whatever. It ended up being okay. Like, it was fine. But I think, like, but I think for me, like, having thought through what potential, like, exit strategies would be in those types of situations is very very beneficial. And overthinking in an intelligent way was helpful in that situation. So I think that that's fine. But it's also kind of sad that like I've thought about all of that, you know, like I was having conversations with Lexi like after that and we both agreed like that was a very not a good thing. Like we wish that we didn't even get in the Uber to begin with. Like it ended up being fine. Like no one got hurt. Like everything was okay. But from the get go, both of us had a very like hesitant feel about it and so I guess a trust your gut like you kind of know when things are right when things are wrong and be like be intelligent and overthink enough to like have exit strategies for things like that but it's sad that like my anxiety has brought me to that point where like I've thought about all kinds of things like like that you know and there are so many other situations that I have thought of that would be considered overthinking or would be considered like sad or like dark situations that like I have thought about and like what I would do in those situations and that's just like kind of how my mind works and it's kind of sad and kind of scary but I guess it's like kind of good because I know at least I think I don't know what I would do in situations like that um but I'm always in a constant struggle because I'm like, okay, I'm constantly anxious and constantly worried that bad things are going to happen to me. So I have exit strategies, but also I'm constantly worried that bad things are going to happen to me. And that's really not a good thing. That's just anxiety. There's a big difference between being intelligent and being well-prepared and being anxious and being worried. And that's kind of where the line gets blurred for me because I'm like, okay, am I supposed to be constantly worried about this stuff or can I be prepared and and have good situational awareness and not constantly walk around feeling anxious about specific things. So today we're going to talk about the latter, like constantly walking around, being anxious, thinking that you're going to get yourself into bad situations, constantly thinking that bad things are going to happen to you, constantly overthinking about what people think of you, how you look, how you feel, all that stuff. We're going to talk about that type of overthinking. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well... 
That's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. To the girl who overthinks, I wish you knew that your brain isn't always telling the truth. I wish you knew that sometimes lies are disguised as really good ideas. I'm really excited to start talking more about the chapter that I am releasing in January of 2024 in a book called Deserts to Mountaintops. And I think I've finally gotten to a point where I've comprehended what my thought process was during a specific season of my life. And ultimately what it came down to was the fact that I was so caught up in what everyone else was thinking about me and so caught up in the lies that I was telling myself that I thought that other people were thinking about me when so many things just straight up weren't true. But it was all a product of situations. It was all a product of negative situations that happened to me. It was all a product of my environment. It was all a product of not feeling like I was worthy enough, not feeling like I deserved good things to happen to me. So I think a lot of overthinking is feeling like we're worthy of bad things. I think a lot of overthinking is feeling like we don't deserve to have positive experiences, that we don't deserve to have good friends, that we don't deserve to have a happy life. I think anxiety is really present in our society today because social media is a huge factor. I feel like you hear that everywhere, like social media is ruining our generation and all this stuff. And as beautiful as social media can be, I think it can be really, really dangerous. I mean, I even will log on to Instagram and see someone who's doing something similar to me and in my opinion, they're doing it better or maybe they're doing something similar to me and they look better doing it or maybe they sound better doing it or maybe they're more successful than me or whatever it is. And it's really hard not to kind of spiral into a comparison cycle, but I think it's also partly our responsibility to to be so confident and to be so secure in ourselves and in our relationships and in our jobs and our careers. But it's really, really hard to do that as a 20 something. And I was talking to a friend the other day and I was like, I feel like I'm just not doing what all the other 23 year olds are doing. And this friend was like, well, what do you think all the 23 year olds are doing? And I didn't have an answer. I was like, I, I don't know. I had almost a little bit of a reality check. And I think that when you are an overthinker, when it's easy for you to kind of take your mind to places where it shouldn't be, you have to have people in your life where you say, hey, I'm thinking this. Can you reality check me real quick? Can you fact check my thoughts? Because this just isn't sounding right. And so for that friend to say to me, well, what do you think the 23-year-olds are doing? And for me to be like, you've got a good point because nobody knows what's going on. No one is doing exactly what they want to do. No one is where they thought they would be. And that's kind of just how being 23 is. And for me to kind of hear how silly I sounded was really, really important. So when you are overthinking, when you are feeling anxious, when you are getting worried, sound it out, tell a friend, call your people and allow them to challenge you. A major lesson for me in this past year is that Asking for help is a sign of strength and not a sign of weakness. And if you let people, they will ask you the hard questions. They will check you when you need to be checked. They will call you out for your silly, anxious overthinking 
if you let them. But I also think that it comes with a decent amount of trust and a decent amount of, I mean, you don't want to go around telling everyone like all your intrusive thoughts. You can't really go around and tell everyone like all these like silly little things that you're thinking. But as long as you have like one or two, max three good people in your life that you can be like, hey, you know what? Can you just speak some truth into me real quick? Because I'm thinking this or hey, I did this and I'm just feeling like this is not the right direction or I'm overthinking this or I feel this way and let them check you, let them challenge you. There's a book that I really like. It's called Alice to the Heart by Brene Brown. And I just pulled it out because she's got so many cool little nuggets of wisdom and inspiration in here. And there's a whole section on anxiety and worrying. And I thought that this was really helpful. What really got me about the worrying research is that is that those of us with the tendency to worry believe that it's actually helpful for coping when it's not. We believe that it's uncontrollable, which means that we don't try to stop worrying and we try to suppress our worrying thoughts, which actually strengthens and reinforces our worrying. I'm not suggesting that we worry about worry, but it's helpful to recognize that worrying is not a helpful coping mechanism and that we absolutely can learn how to control it. And rather than suppressing worry, we need to dig into it and address the emotion that's driving that type of thinking. I think that that really just hits the nail on the head because I think that that strategy is probably the best is digging into these negative, anxious, worrying type of thoughts and being like, where are these stemming from? What is the reason? What's the root of the problem? So a great example is the one that I just presented of me going to my friend saying, I'm worried that I'm not where I want to be in life. And that friend calling me out and being being like, well, why? And so I think surrounding yourself with the right people who ask the the right questions is really, really important. Um, But what if you don't? What if you don't have good people that ask the right questions? I think that there's so much power in journaling. And I know that that's such a cliche little coping mechanism, but sometimes all you need is some one-on-one time with you. Take yourself on a little date take yourself maybe out to coffee and just kind of write through what you're going through. And something that's been really helpful for me is writing through what I'm going through and then praying about it and talking to God about it and just being like, hey, I've got a situation and let's talk about it. Let me give this to you. And the the cool thing about that is that oftentimes the worrying will start to sound silly And then you can kind of just like get it off your chest. You know how when you have a conflict with a friend and you talk to them about it and you're like, it's so good to just get that off my chest. Same thing when it comes to your worrying, your anxious thoughts. When you get it off your chest and just give it to something that's greater than you, magic happens. The thing that I'm not very good at though is praying about it, saying, God, I give you this thing that I'm going through. And then sitting back and not doing anything about it. So that's that for me is the trickiest part is once you give it to God, once you pray about it, once you talk to a friend about it, whatever you decide to do about this worrying, about this anxiousness, the next best step is to not do anything with it. The next best step is just to let it be. Because if you say that you're giving up on worrying, you actually can't worry about not worrying anymore, if that kind of makes sense. So similar to what Brene Brown said, the more that you worry about worrying, the more you're just going to worry. I think too, like a big, 
a really big topic of worrying for most of us is worrying about our future. At least in this age bracket is worrying about our future and worrying about maybe who's going to be a part of that future. Maybe you're worrying about what you're going to do in the future. Maybe you're worrying about, I don't know, insert future related concern here. And the other night I just had this kind of realization that sometimes ignorance is bliss. And if you were to go back and tell your 10-year-old self all the things that you'd be doing right now, your 10-year-old self would probably be really unprepared to know what was going to happen when you were 23. Because in the 13 years between 10 and 23, I've learned and done and said and went places and did things that prepared me for this moment right now. And if I was 10, I'd be like, well, I don't want to live anywhere except for my mom and dad's house because I love my mom and dad. And like, you know, I want to go to school with my friends and like, you know, so as a 10 year old, you're going to have such a different perspective on life than you do at 23. So your 10 year old self would be wildly unprepared for what you're doing now. Would they think that it's cool? Yeah, probably. But they'd most likely be kind of scared, terrified, actually. Like, oh, how did I get there? Why did I do that? What do you mean X, Y, and Z? That's not in the plan. I mean, when I was 10, I think we did career day. And I think I went, my dad was a Marine and I thought that it was really cool that he was a Marine. And so I think I wanted to be a Marine when I was like 10. And my Marine friends listening will probably chuckle at that. But um, that was a very short-lived dream. I think my alternative was Taylor Swift. Um, as a 10 year old. So as you can see, um, there's one career trajectory that didn't work out and another one that's maybe kind of on a similar path that involves a microphone. Um, Long story short though, I think ignorance is bliss when it comes to your future. And so as a 20 something, knowing what you're going to do at 40 might be terrifying. Another way to look at it too is instead of worrying that you don't know what you're going to do with your life, Be excited that you're only getting information on a need-to-know basis. If you really knew all the things that you were going to do with your life, you probably wouldn't be able to handle it. I know I probably wouldn't be able to handle it. I don't even know what I'm going to do six months from now. And that's probably a good thing. (laughs) And, you know, maybe I'll look back on this episode and laugh and be like, oh, like you had something really cool. Or like, oh, girl, if you only knew, like maybe you would have been better prepared. But I think too, like if you really knew all the things that were going to happen, if you really knew all the things about your future, there wouldn't be any fun to that. There wouldn't be any element of surprise and getting information on a need to know basis is actually kind of nice because then you can just live in this present moment and take in the here and now and be where your feet are rather than being like six months ahead of yourself or a year ahead of yourself or six years ahead of yourself. You can just truly be where your feet are and enjoy the fact that currently in this moment, I have a podcast and I I upload that podcast two times a week and I have a family that I love and I have some really good friends that I love and I have some really cool plans for, you know, the month of January and some really cool plans in March. And so I know that I'm going to go to LA in March, but I don't know what else there's, there is to that. And, you know, so I think that obviously plan your life, make it make sense. Don't be silly or ignore the fact that the future is yes important, but you shouldn't worry about it because you are getting all the information on a need to know basis and the puzzle pieces will come together. They always do.
I'm going to leave you with a little excerpt from the Atlas of the Heart book that I think is really, really fitting here. Um, I think it's important to understand our fear and understand our worry and understand our anxiety and respect it enough to almost turn it into a friend or turn it into energy that we can pour into something else. Um, I got a really good piece of advice one time that the worry and anxiety and all the things that I feel are kind of just a product of love. And if I can pour that love and that excitement into something with a positive impact, then I have a better chance at managing that fear and anxiety because it's for a greater purpose. Um, So I'm just going to read this to you. And I think that it's kind of a good way to close out the episode. Both our anxiety and our fear need to be understood and respected, perhaps even befriended. We need to pull up a chair and sit with them, understand why they're showing up, and ask ourselves what there is to learn. Dismissing fear and anxiety is not useful to our quest for connection. So, I will leave you with that. Um, Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode. I hope that you enjoyed it. I hope that there was like a little nugget of inspiration that you can take with you and out into the world. And I I just pray so heavily that each and every one of you finds peace in your anxiousness and I truly truly believe that that comes with surrounding yourself with people who can speak truth into your life and tell you in a very respectful way that your anxiety is not you your anxiety is a product of something that is dark and scary and sad and you deserve happiness and truth and life so anyway that is all I have for you guys today I love you so so much I hope that you have a beautiful rest of your day if you enjoyed this episode please be sure to leave a rating leave a review um, send it to a friend who you think needs it share it on Instagram I love 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 seeing your videos and your pictures on Instagram stories of you listening to these episodes so share it with me on Instagram you can tag me at Lily Rayco or the podcast Instagram at 8020pod and I love you guys so much and I will talk to you next week. Bye!